Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. DJ Ben I mean, aka Ebony Naw, aka The Infinity Stoned, aka Keep That Same Energon When You See Me, and as always, you know what it is. I'm gonna get right to the point tonight. This is Fan Bros Show, the voice of the Urban Geek, and this is the Infinity War, aka you know the hashtag Infinity Fade. Spoiler discussion review, and I'm joined by. Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, a.k.a. Proxima Midnight Rider, the Black Widow Maker, Deuce Piccolo, Sean John Luke Picard, and Gin and Juice Urso. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and laughing, laughing, returning. The returning champ, who's that? Chico Leo, a.k.a. Peter Ill, Star-Lord, a.k.a. Gagne West, uh, a.k.a. Sarah Huckabee Slanders. Back on the spaceship. Welcome back, Chico! Woo! All right, I'm tra- trapped in the dungeon. <laughs> the triumphant return right there. Yeah. Sarah Huckabee Slanders. And... Completing the Fantastic Four tonight, we have... Yes, 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 it's me, Jeff J, a.k.a. the Haitian Super Saiyan, Will Smith's burner account, Durax to Witches, Victor Von Swoon, Earth, Wind, and Firestorm, Ebony Magazine, Wong's Mystery, <laughs> Peter Quill figure, and Fax the Destroyer. What's going on, y'all? Yeah! Yeah. The, last one, the last one was fire. Yes, facts to destroyer. I like that. And we need facts. We need facts because what's going on? We need facts. Yeah, it's a lot going on these days. You know, there's a lot of things going on. A lot of fades being delivered. Shout out to everyone using that infinity fade hashtag on Twitter for whatever reason right now. But tonight we are using it to distress Infinity War. You see the shirt right there. You've seen the movie by now. If you haven't, then you should probably log off because this is all the spoilers. Everything. Yeah. He's like, log off. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, you can keep watching for our beautiful face, but, you know, let's keep it real. We're about to talk about this movie and break it down to the very last compound. Let's keep it 100, man. It's already spoiled for y'all. You know everything already, so you might as well come on. <laughs> come as a family and let's talk about it. I mean, Ben is censoring you using those like gauntlet sounds every time you speak. <laughs> oh gosh, I, um, I managed to I managed to go till yeah I saw it at three thirty yesterday and I managed um, yesterday being Monday and I managed to go that long without having it uh, spoiled. But I ran out of a bar on Thursday night where a whole bunch of people came in and they looked really shook and they were talking about it <laughs> and I literally ran out of the bar. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it was like they were all dressed up and they were and I was like, yeah, I mean, I'd be talking about it, too. So I was like, I ceded, you know, the place to them and uh, (laughs) slunk off. But, yeah, no, I managed to uh, I mean, I knew that some shit happened at the end, but I didn't know. You know that everyone was gonna be like dust in the wind. <laughs> oh, I mean, right away, folks. Like you said, if you haven't seen the movie yet, then there you go, because it's going down tonight. Thank you to everybody who's in the chat room. We'll be taking questions later. But first of all, you know, I mean, we had like we've already had two videos of it. We've all said we pretty much love the film. I've seen it twice now. You know, same. Uh, 
yeah so a couple times you know through other means and so you know it's like I mean you know I still love the film is all I'm gonna say about that I still think it's fantastic I think Thanos is incredible I think overall they nailed it especially considering everything they had to do to pull this together yeah I thought all that was super lit so yeah I mean we kind of went through the motions already we have two videos where we gave our overall overarching understanding of how we felt about the movie um we purposefully didn't give any spoilers but that's what we're doing tonight we're going into the details about what we hated what we loved and then like more questions that were brought up than really answered by this movie lots more questions Mm, yeah yeah I mean, first of all, you know, a lot of people call it hot L's. Like, <laughs> let's talk about the fades. <laughs> let's talk about the fades. First of all, the black man caught the first fade. What was that about? Bro, that pissed me off. Cause I was just like, I understand that he's like important enough that you care that it's Hamdal, but not as important that you're gonna cry that he dies. But damn, why he had to be first? That's why. <laughs> uh... Tatiana reacted like that because I thought somebody missed a game-winning shot the way she reacted sitting next to us. Oh, oh, why the black man gotta go first? That's the first thing I said, and I was just like, "Bro, seriously." I think he did a smooth seven minutes before he was out of there. If you count the credits, (laughs) not even, not even. Are you counting the time he took to die? Mm. Like the. It was pretty quick and painful. The Bifrost. Wait, did he die in the first Thor and then they brought him back in the second? Or am I am I misremembering? He that? never died. No, no he, he never died. died. They just didn't use him well in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to say he was dead already, Chico? Oh, dead. No, I just I could I just I couldn't remember. I, I actually oh. like I was like, wait, oh he is the yeah. That yeah. was Stringer. That was right. Yeah, now that I remember. That I remember. They, that I remember. All I'm saying is they didn't need to kill the whack man first. Like I knew he was going. He he was he's throwaway. We know this, but damn, number one, and, and not even like you said, it wasn't even seven minutes in. I don't even think it was seven no minutes. No way, not even no, no way. way. Seven minutes, no way. It was at least you know four or five. That and didn't kill him first. There was people already dead. He lasted uh, longer. True, true. He lasted longer as Stacker Pentecost, okay? Uh, hey. But but no, true, like Jeff said, there was a lot of people already dead. You know, Thanos and his crew had already put in enough work by the time Heimdall. Well, unnamed, unnamed NPCs were dead. Who cares? Like a lot of him. A lot of people were wondering, was Valkyrie dead in the beginning? And no, I, no, no. The answer is no. It's confirmed they, she is not dead. We didn't even see Homegirl. Thank so you. They're, they're um they went into two ships, I think, because when they left right. Asgard, they went into two ships. So Valkyrie must have been in the other ship. Because the their ship goes the one that got attacked. That ship is gonna come is gonna come in the next movie with Hawkeye on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Dude, and he's gonna be like, "Yo, we get Wi-Fi at Asgard." Right. All right. What about the next death that actually hurt my life? Mm. Even for a different reason, it hurt my life because I loved the little, not the little guy, but the guy. Why they had to take my boy Loki? Why? 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 Out of all people. Now, I will say that he was dumb for what he did. Like, he did the oldest trick in the book. The, you know, oh, I'm going to pledge my fealty to you and then have the knife in my back. Like, come on. We know, like, how that goes, right? That's mm-hmm. not that's not a way to try to get around it, sir. So, he, I mean, he brought it upon himself. 
here's here's my question are all the deaths like are we looking at them the same like are the deaths of like you know um, loki and heimdall and can i mention who you know thanos throws off a cliff like, or, we'll wait for that the title yeah. of this chat but is like, full spoilers but, right so like are those deaths the same as the deaths at the end like because I kind of feel like, I mean, the deaths at the end, it was, you know, like powerful to watch and all that, but right. you know they're they're all coming back. Like, um, it's a comic book movie. There's going to be a Black Panther 2. Black yeah. Panther is definitely going to be in Black Panther 2. There's going to be a Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man's going to be in that. Like, they killed too many A-list people for you to even think it. And and they didn't actually kill the dudes whose uh, whose contracts were up, which I thought was actually was the one surprise. I mean, if you look, they didn't kill the original Avengers. The original, right. for, except for well, Rocket, but but the original Avengers were there. All none of them murked. So I don't know what that was about. But like to your point, you know, they've always said, even the actors themselves has always said that you know they know that their time is up and they cool with it. So it was interesting how we were like completely flipped on that. We we just knew Cap and Iron Man was going. So, right. That's actually an interesting point that Chico brings up because a lot of uh, people who viewed the film negatively or didn't like it, that was one of their main critiques that they because going into it, I remember before when we talked about Infinity Fade, we we didn't put Black Panther and Spider-Man as anybody who's going to get fake because we all said they they have movies coming out. So there's no way that they can they can die. So right. the one that they did die it was shocking to me that they they did it Two, even if they have other movies coming out that didn't change the effect for me so so like like those deaths hit me because i didn't see them coming and three if you read any comic book or any type of fiction shit if you're a dragon ball z fan you know there's an out like I saw a meme that said that it did, Avengers Four is basically going to be an episode of Dragon Ball Z where they find a way to bring people back. That doesn't diminish any death that I've ever seen in a comic book, even though I know there's a comic yeah. to bring them back. Well, to your point, yeah, that does. I, I still felt a ways as as we're speaking on it now. I still felt a ways about all the deaths. Yes, you, you got to understand when you're watching this movie and many movies in general, you're in the moment, and you're and if it's a good movie, it's going to grab your attention, it's going to grab your emotions, it's going to grab your 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 chain of thought, really. So, in order to be that into it, regardless of what you know about comics and all this other stuff, or regardless of what you don't know about comics, for you to even know in the back of your mind that yeah, they'll probably be back, but still feel some type of way when these people get got, then that means something. And and further, when you really think about it, there's I feel there's no permanence in death in Marvel anyway. There's no permanence in death in the MCU anyway. And 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 I mean, and people who know the story, the the, the gauntlet story, they know what happens next, or they know what could potentially happen next, you know, with Adam Warlock and all the rest of them. But I just I don't know, I just didn't I understand the critique behind, you know, well, they coming back anyway, but I also feel like, but did you not connect with any of these characters this entire time? And if you didn't, then I'm just like, I'm looking at you sideways. I just have to, because I no, just don't I understand how. I definitely connected with them. I just didn't think that, it, I didn't look at it the same way I would have if I thought that they were dead, as in the way we know dead, you know, in, in, in our non-Marvel universe. That's all. I mean, look, I was very, you know, and I was genuinely shocked at who they were, you know, because it was, it, was, it was a genuine surprise to me um, who they were picking out. 
I also felt like, did it seem like uh, Star Lord didn't give a shit when Drax got dis got got uh, disappeared? <laughs> that one seemed like like wow, like he just look, he was like Pete Quill, what's going on? Right. And then he disappears, oh, and he just like just he doesn't even like raise an eyebrow or anything. Yeah, he, like I know he had problems of his own. He had at so that many point. problems. <laughs> right. not, I know it's hard. Let's try to go in order. At least I know. I'm it. sorry. I'm just a little bit. No. The... Thanks a lot, Chico. <laughs> 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 oh god okay um and, and and sorry to everyone listening watching if you know if it's not quite specifically in order don't add us i don't care um gamora mm. her mm. death how did y'all feel about that that was the one that actually affected me the most in the movie for sure why wow why because i thought of the characters that i mean i actually cared about her more than either loki or heimdall and um, you know the father killing the daughter. I bought that that uh, Thanos. I actually was you know pretty sympathetic to Thanos through most of the movie, but um, including the fact that he had to kill his daughter, like uh, you know in the Greek myths, or even like Stannis in in uh, in Wedgwood. I felt worse for um, for Thanos than I did for Stannis. Um, I don't know, you know, just, just, I, I, that was the death. And I also thought it was permanent. It never occurred to me when I was watching that, like, oh, they're going to bring her back. She's also, she's in a, she's on a team. They just brought in Mantis. You know, they can, uh, you know, trade one woman of color for the other, you oh. know, from Marvel's, from oh. Marvel's point of view. Why no, I mean, you know. Oh, hey, um. Hey, oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right. There. Also, I think in the comics, at least when I was reading, Mantis was a bigger character than Gamora. Um, okay, right back now, in the, like back in the 70s yeah. and 80s and 90s. Okay, now that, that's something I do want to bring up because I've seen certain people say about this movie that it does treat the women characters uh, like trash, you know, overall. And I, I've watched it a couple times, like I say now, and I didn't completely agree with that. I do understand that Mantis in the comic has been, there's been several variations of Mantis, some where she's an ass kicker, some where she's this empath. But none where she's so much of a silly character like they play her in Guardians of the Galaxy. But at the same time, most of the Guardians of the Galaxy is much more silly. Drax is much more of a violent character in the comics, et cetera, et cetera. So that's one thing. But with Gamora, I I was felt like, you know, I thought her death had meaning, everything, all that. Mm -hmm. I thought that she, you know, whipped ass before she went out. You know, she had the moment with Thanos where she goes at him hard body, thinking she got him and all that stuff. So I didn't feel like her she was misused. Now, some of the other women characters we'll get to in a little bit where I was like, uh, but yeah, as far as her, that was one of the moments where it really sold it to me because I I liked Thanos a lot, but it wasn't until Gamora's death and his uh scene on Titan yeah. that I really, really got to him where I was like, okay, this dude is, you know, top five of villains ever. Like my man, you know. Yeah, and and even like in the MC right now, top number one, because I didn't I even though I knew that of the Thanos backstory, I didn't feel anything about it. I was just like, okay, he's just this guy, and that's generally what most moviegoers, particularly people who don't have that background, are gonna feel like, oh, he's just a big bad. But when they express his relationship between little one, i.e., Gamora, and where that whole thing came from, and regardless of the fact that she hated him, the fact that you saw her visibly, physically moved, sh shook. All these things when she thought she killed him, uh, how she felt when 
she was in his presence. Just that that gravitas between the two, I felt that. So I enjoyed Thanos as a character. And to that point, everyone's saying that I do agree with, I felt when Gamora died. I was, when she was sitting there saying, oh, ha, 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 he, he, you don't really love nothing in the universe. I was like, I don't know, bro. I think you about to go. And sure enough, he he scooped her up and, you know, flung her to the side. So, <laughs> you know, it, 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 was, it was an emotional point. And it, it further gave Thanos way more dynamics, way more context, and really made you understand that, okay, it's more than just, I mean, that, that's his moniker, but he's more than just the mad Titan. Like he, he truly, like Kanye, truly believes these things he are saying. So, <laughs> I mean, he, he oh. really believes this stuff. Oh, so here's a couple. Here's a couple. Thanos put a little more thought into it. Yeah, a little more. <laughs> so, so here's here's where I I fall on it. You know, uh, me being a man speaking on issues about women, right? So, mm-hmm. first off, I think I don't think the women were utilized wrong overall. I can point out to a few strong moments in the film where they were utilized. Gamora was doing her thing before up until that impactful point. Mantis was the main reason they were able to almost get off that infinity gauntlet off of Thanos and uh, play off Peter Quill was the one that messed everything up. Um, and then that- Yo, fuck Star-Lord for that. Just, just no, for the record. You know, record. and-, and um, and in terms of that that final fight, the women were fucking shit up. Like Scarlet yeah. and demo shit. That whole battle between Proxima Midnight and Okoye, Black Widow, and um, who was the third? Was it was it Scarlet Witch too? Though those, yeah. yeah, she came down after the fact. <laughs> I don't I don't really understand where they were treated like trash. Of course, if I have a blind spot, you know, point it out. But I don't think I don't think that's the case. And as far as I, I agree with Chico. Her her death was probably a top three for me, um, arguably top one, just because that relationship between her and Thanos. I'm very familiar with it, reading up on the on the uh, from the comics. It's complicated, but you can relate to that in any type of family dynamic where you have a family member who you love but you may not like, and and it does and it takes a traumatic incident for you to realize you do have all of these feelings. And there was an another interesting dynamic that the MCU flipped where to get the stole zone, you had to sacrifice a life for a life. And right. I think that was a great plot point to add that isn't in the comics where you're not just on a Pokemon gotta catch them all quest where you're just getting, this isn't like a, uh, this is like the plot twist in an RPG where you're just sitting there like, oh damn, I gotta kill. Like imagine if you was playing an RPG and you had to kill one of your NPC or mm-hmm. one of your party members. You have to choose who it is and then you go the rest of the game without playing as one of those mm. It's like if somebody tells you, you gotta kill Eris. <laughs> you gotta Except kill Except what if he, had shown, if he had shown up, if you showed up by yourself, then quite literally, uh, you you could you would he'd say okay, bring me back a life, and you could go find like the worst person on the planet. No, and, but it's not that. Uh, bring them. No, it doesn't them. work like no, that. Like that. Like that. The way it works, let's go. Said it. It has to be the thing you love the most, the only, the one. Yes. And for Thanos, that was that was Gamora. One thing I want to do is I want to start bringing some of these comments from the chat. And apologies if I say you guys handles wrong, but Sherrits added, I'd just like to note that fact that Proxima had no highlight moment and that was trash of them. 
Yeah, and let me say something to that, Jeff. Also, like, I, I thought that the fight was dope between all of them, but it also falls into that tired trope where it's like the women have to fight each other. You know, that was yeah. like, oh, okay, come oh, on. Yeah, like, like yeah. all the girl fight stuff was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, 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 so we shouldn't have any of that in a film. when they No. Were, they no, were, no that's not, well, let me speak up because I'm the resident woman here. Um, there's nothing wrong with having the, the quote-unquote girl-on-girl action. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't care about that. It's I, when it seems like that's the only time action is relegated to the female characters. When it's just like... Like, for instance, when you watch, and I know I'm mixing genres, but when you watch a DC animated film, you see Wonder Woman going heavy on everything. Man, woman, child, alien. <laughs> it's, it's, she go in. And I would, you know, and I'm, I don't, I mean, it happens, but I don't, I don't recall a time when you've seen this go heavy in the Marvel films. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying where they don't relegate the female character to fight against another female character. Like, it kind of feels like, you know, like when WWE, when it was an attitude era, girls was fighting dudes like heavy. And I'm just like, where is that? So I understand people saying things like, well, why did all the girls have to fight each other and there wasn't anything else? Yeah, there was other stuff going on. Yeah, people were showing off their skills, but it could have been more happening. Okay, that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like I said, there there were clearly scenes where it wasn't a girl and girl thing. Like when they were in Scotland and... um. With not widow, but uh, uh, um, what's her name? Uh, Scarlet Witch. She was fighting. Um, was she fighting Glaive? Who was she fighting? I think she was fighting um Corvus. Yeah, she was fight- yeah. yeah, she was fighting Glaive. So, like, that's an example of of the mixed. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what you want to call. It. You can't say <laughs> match. <laughs> intergender. Intergender, intergender slash species combat. It happened. It's just that I, I get what they're saying as well. Like when when it ha- mattered the most, the big battle, it seemed like it was relegated to a girl fight. Yeah, let's yeah. hope that Black Panther isn't the exception. You know what I mean? It becomes a rule. There we go. And now moving on to some of the next people who caught the fade, even though they were on the side of Thanos, his whole, you know, squad, all his children. For those who don't know, you know, they're straight out of the comic books, the Black Order. They yeah. all, you know... <laughs> Okay, so I heard, so I've been reading some stuff up and people are, some people are very pissed the way that the Black Order was portrayed in this movie. In fact, they said that they, they basically depowered them greatly as opposed to the books. Like they say they nerfed them. So you guys tell me because I don't know enough about the Black Order to be sure whether or not that's a valid critique. They didn't Uh, have a one-on-one fight. None of them lost a one-on-one fight. There you go. That's what I say. None of them, they, they mopped the floor with them. So I don't know. Yeah. And even from the books, they're not, they've all gotten killed at one point or another in the book. They might've been resurrected or whatever, but it's not like they've just been the baddest of the bad. They were tough, but like, you know, Jeff said, they didn't lose in one-on-one fight. And then when it came down to it, they got served. I mean, that's how it goes. So Black Dwarf himself. Was was like eighty. He was like the Undertaker. He was like the twenty and zero, and then he got put the one in twenty one and one by by. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was the one in twenty one and one. It happens. Yeah. Everybody gets caught slipping at some point. Yeah, word. Even yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Did you see that? Did you see that? He got caught wild slipping. Oh, oh, like two years ago when he said yeah. in the next one, everyone dies. Mark Ruffalo, for you guys listening, Mark Ruffalo went, was on Good Morning America on a TV interview and literally said, oh, you guys can't, you, you should wait to see what you see next year. Everybody dies. 
and sitting next to him. Who was sitting next to him? John Cheeto. John Cheeto. <laughs> John Cheeto. And looked at him and said, "Dude, don't. Why you do that?" And then you could see the horrifying terror across Mark Ruffalo's face as he realized he was about to get fired on the spot. But everyone took it as a joke. We just thought, oh, he's joking. Everyone doesn't die. I know everybody dies. Well, he flipped it well. And to the point where it's like, oh, Mark, funny ass Mark, whatever, Mark. No, no. And we should have known because he reacted way too scared to be lying. Mm -hmm. But whatever. I actually think they should they should digitally insert Mark Ruffalo into the Ed Norton Hulk film. Like they have enough money (laughs) to do that. And that, that that it shouldn't be with all the money that they have. It shouldn't be up to us to reimagine if we That's, watch that Hulk movie, which isn't that great. Yeah, it's not gonna. It's not. It's gonna not that it. good. So it's not worth it. No, it's not. But it's like. Ever. But it's officially in the Marvel canon. It is, but you know what? I also personally never had a problem with Ed Norton's portrayal either. So I, no, I, I'm, I'm able to get past that. From one to the other, you know, like <sighs> they haven't had anyone play two characters. Terrence Howard I mean, and even the. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, moving on. We got to um, get to unless gotta, unless yeah. you, real quick, Ben. Unless you uh, you're the people who are petitioning for Don Cheadle to be in Black Panther to play any character. No, <laughs> no. For what? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, yeah. not going to turn this left, but there's, yeah, there's a lot a, of stupid takes out there. There's mm. a lot of black actors out there, folks. I'm gonna yeah. get to them in the end. Mm. Let's let's give somebody else some work. All right, uh, moving on to one the one that hurt me. I think this one might have been the most for me, just because of how it all went down. The whole sequence of events was the vision. Like I, I, I know, I know everyone out there cannot stand the vision and Scarlet Witch, but from me being a comics reader, mm-hmm. and then even in this film, I thought that they did. You know, it was struggle, but I thought they did a, a struggle job of getting me to care about the relationship. Let oh, me they be clear. Did the Let me be clear. On this one, Let out of be... like four movies, sure. Let me be clear. It's not that I don't like their relationship. I have no problem with the relationship in the books. Yes. I cannot stand the relationship on screen because I don't believe it. Lies. Okay, okay. but whether or not you believe it, when, when Thanos is bearing down on the Scarlet Witch and she's fending him off and killing the Vision, you know, having to go through all of that, mm-hmm. and then Thanos just swatting her away. Deuces. My, my child, this is not the time for that. And hitting her with the smooth, you know, this is not the time for any of that. <laughs> and, and just, for, I mean, yo, I'm sitting in the theater the first time it happened. I'm like, yo, fuck this dude. And that gets to another point that I got to make about this. All right, this is something that I've, I've been realizing since I've been watching it. Thanos, straight up and down, is an asshole because he plays around with everyone. And from the very beginning, he serves the Hulk. They're like, let him have his fun. When he, once he gets to Time Stone, everything is irrelevant. That man could have yes. teleported to Earth, stopped the whole battle, it yep. froze in place, walked up to the vision, crushed his head, and bounced. And no would have been would have been the wiser. But he gives everyone a chance to beat him because that's Thanos. He likes the, you know, he wants the whole combat. And it's also one of those things I think they might get into in the next movie where it's not that he wants to be defeated. He doesn't fully, fully believe in everything he's doing. So he gives them a chance because he sits there and fights everyone and he doesn't kill anyone that he doesn't really have to kill. But then, you know, he when he gets, like I said, he could have froze all that, do all that, but he really just had to sun the Scarlet Witch and play her out and then rewind time and pull the stone out of her, his head. Come on, like that was... 
but you know what's gonna happen like i listen i wasn't really mad i was like well that's the way the cookie crumbles <laughs> like i just i mean the fact that he reversed time on that ass like but you knew this was happening that's... i know i did it i i when she blew up the, the stone i i mean you know but but ben really objectively speaking once uh what's his name uh strange gave the time crystal you didn't in your head said everything else is a rat at least that's what i did that's okay a, okay that's yeah. the, that's the joke. That's the big joker, right? Yeah, it is. It Once is. you get that, it's over. Like there, there's no other moves. Checkmate. All that, you know. Yeah. Except, checkmate. except, the, isn't the whole the whole thing the like Strange's last comment to Tony as he was getting disappearing? Like this was the only way. I'm sure he meant in a larger sense. Like there was some move that was played there that maybe Doctor Strange is now moving through time, or I I don't know. I just felt like like. Um, there was something there in Strange's comment that that is going to be the key to how they get out of all of this in well, the next movie. Well, yeah, obviously that's why I didn't he, think he willingly gave the stone to Thanos because he saw the right, but it also for the one. Right, but but he also was the right. He it also made it sound like he was like this is the only way I could save your life. Yeah, of yes, course. Which, of course, absolutely. You know, but back but to no. and, and shout out to everybody in these comments right now. Somebody talking about Vision turning gray like Optimus Prime, you know, messed him up. That, you know, <laughs> the, 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 way, the way Vision's no, forehead crumbles. The way laughing, it, you know, come on. Like, the way it looked to me was when, in, in the Pokemon movie, when Mewtwo hit up Ash with that laser beam and Ash just went, <laughs> like, that's great. That's what it looked like to me. No, what hurt me, like I said, is the way Thanos' fingers just dug into his forehead and just pulled that joint out. Like, you don't need this anymore, brother. But that's like, <laughs> I told y'all, they was taking that ice cream scooper and going to town on him. They did, as soon as when Corvus first showed up, they was trying to yoink that. Come on, man. Like, we right. knew it. You called that one accurately. Vision was the first one off of our big board. Didn't I say that shit? And, and not to mention, Vision went from being the man to a glorified iPad with a cape and an Avengers ID. Oh, in did the- he even use his powers at any point? You know, I mean, barely, barely. When he got shanked the first time, that was it. Right. I guess yeah. whatever it was, he never fully recovered. But I'm- he never, no. Right. And, she, and Scarlet Witch never had time to repair him all the way either. Bro, yep. my laptop on 20% was more effective than Vision. <laughs> right. I mean, it happens, you know. You know <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay. so who was? Oh, so if you say that, that's interesting because there's been this thing about who was more useless, Vision or Groot. No, Groot was getting it. No, Groot was getting it. Yeah, who, who, who's throwing oh, it out Groot, there? Groot. I, I think Groot was getting it at the end, but I think no. It. But plus, Groot made the hat, made the the axe for Thor. Right. That you know, that was a right. that was some he, was a, shit. he had an integral point, and we've said that like everyone for the most part has an integral. The heroes have an integral point in the movie where they are of you know they you need them. They needed to have done what they've done for the movie to continue or whatever to happen. We get that, but there yes, there's stuff saying you know well who was worse off or who was least valuable player. Well, Gro- Groot did more in this movie than Ron Weasley does in like half the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, oh, all right. Rude, Chico. Rude. Ron oh. Weasley slander? Yeah. This is we are? No, I'm actually, I'm, no, I'm down. I'm, I'm a big Ron Weasley fan. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm just saying that Groot was, uh, Groot had like three or four good scenes, you know? Okay. There was, they, they had to get 90 characters in there. <laughs> no, Groot was great. I but- love Groot. That does bring up another important question. Who was the most useless character in Infinity War? Most useless or more fuckboy? Because that 
award goes to Star Lord. Wow, oh, come on. Uh, no, I was no, gonna say no, I'm gonna stick up. Don't, Star don't at me. You can't change my mind. This I'm, motherfucker was the biggest fuckboy in life right now. I'm don't tell me otherwise. Star Lord. Star Lord. Like there's I'm, no come on, fam. All right. Oh, you and your feelings that heavy. Let me make my let me make my argument. Right. This, this is backed up by you know weeks of internet research. Um, Star Lord also, you know, throughout the films, think of what Star Lord has been through. He's lost his mom, right, to cancer. He had his dad betray anything him. in his life. He had his dad tell him that I had to kill your mom because it was necessary. Thanos turns around and says, I killed my daughter because it was necessary. I rest my case. <laughs> that that is like, real talk? Like, that was it? That was the end of the <laughs> I mean, that was it. You know, it doesn't really take much more than that. You know, it's like, I, I understand. Like, Star-Lord definitely was... And also, Star-Lord's a hothead, so you take all those into consideration. But is he really, though? Like, and I'm not gonna say is useless. He? I'm not gonna say, is is he he though? I'm not gonna say useless, but he was the more fucked, the most fucked boy. Um, useless, oh. useless. Uh, I mean, let's maybe Wong. James James Rhodes did more than War Machine did. Like, like as James Rhodes, D Don Cheadle did more than actually War Machine actually did in the movie. Like, really? you know. I don't know. As Rhodes, he was the one who gave him the heads up that, you know, that the government was coming for them and told them to, you know, basically sent them to Wakanda. Um, or he was like, you got to go into hiding or whatever. And then he kind of shows up and I didn't really, I don't know. He didn't do a whole yeah. lot. Like last time we see him, he's sort of, he's looking for, uh, for Falcon. <laughs> Like off in the woods alone, you know what I mean? Like that was a that was a that's a harsh moment, Chico. You, you that's what I'm saying. That's disrespectful. Where you at? Where you at? Wait, wait. Let me let me bring in some of the chat now. So CA Huggins and Banks seven five seven both say use the most useless was the Hulk. Um, Amber R in terms of Star Lord said, Nah, he's just up front with his emotions. Y'all got look. We don't have time for these emotions when we're fighting Thanos. So we're fighting Thanos. Hold on, hold on. I don't know about y'all, but I don't think actions and grief work that way. Okay. So Peter Quill, yeah, he reacted, but I mean, your mom died, your dad died, your dad killed your mom, your girlfriend's father came and killed her and came back with a stone and didn't come back with her, and then you find out you may not be as patient. Like some people are stone cold in those situations. Me. Maybe I would have, but I can't say that because all those things didn't happen to me. Uh, as far as War Machine, War Machine, he was on the front line. He was pro providing the Wave One cover fire for um for all those aliens as War Machine. I mean, I don't, I I think he did something. It's like you know, all right, all right. All right. I was thinking of Falcon so, more in that but, scene. But, yeah, maybe Falcon, but Wong. Although he was oh, the, the, the best. Oh, oh, you want to show off. This man has, he might have the, a top five meme of 2018. Because that man saw what was going down. It was like, yo, the sanctum needs protecting. Yeah. I don't know who's yeah. to get the sanctum, Wong. If you don't want to go out, just say you don't want to go out. You like, yo, you, you, yo, you in Wakanda yet? Who's there? <laughs> How's it looking? Nigga, come and find out. Do some magic. Nah, he's on the he's the ship with Valkyrie and Hawkeye. That's who they need some people for the next movie. Bro, they're the no, has yeah, millions of weapons. Millions right. of mystical weapons. My man could have came back with a scepter. He could have came right. back with something. My man's was making ramen. 
in his house, <laughs> his chopped cheese that he ordered earlier in the in the movie. Oh my gosh! Said, I'm not dealing with y'all. <laughs> no, he literally said the sanctum is on guard. I'll see y'all later. But yeah, you out. <laughs> Wong saved Banner and cut off um uh Cole the dwarf, whatever the dwarf's name. I mean the giant, not the dwarf, uh the giant uh dude. Yeah, yeah, black dwarf. He cut off his arm. So Wong did do a little something <laughs> when he closed the door and said, I'm chilling at home. No, I mean, no, I mean Hulk really, whoever said the Hulk is right. I mean, the Hulk lost the first fight that he was in and then never became the Hulk again. True. Yeah. I mean, we saw more of but Mark we, Ruffalo. But in we this understand than every other why, right? But we right, understand right. why, right? Like, it's not like, again, you can say Hulk was also in his feelings, which he was, but there was a reason behind that. Like, he was traumatized. He has never in the history of ever been challenged like that. He had a whole year on a planet where he was champion as fuck. So for someone to come out of literally nowhere and sun him with the quickness, and not just sun him, sun him like how Hulk has sunned Loki. Sun him how Hulk has sunned everybody. So for that to happen with the quickness, he was shook. So I understood him being like, fuck no, I will talk to you when I'm ready. Did I agree with it? No, but hey, I'm not the Hulk. No, he got. I mean, also, just wait one last thing in defense of Star Lord or his emotions or whatever. Like, (laughs) it no, but it was like, I mean, Tony Stark in Civil War, you know, going nuts because he because he was blinded by emotion. The whole thing at the end of Civil War, where uh, Black Panther doesn't kill Baron Zemo, is because he's the only character in the Marvel Universe who is actually able to get over his emotion, like who's be able to look beyond his emotions. Um, everybody else constantly acts like Quill or Stark. I'm sure we could think of other examples where people went nuts for, uh, you know, over losing a loved one. Yeah, yeah. In, um, in the Marvel Universe. Um, Peyton, wait, Peyton McCullen Jr. makes a good point. They say, which is kind of sort of, but they say Hulk is also still a child mentally. Man, that's a strong-ass child. He got, <laughs> he got throat chopped. Children like- are very strong. Have you ever, like... Listen, he got throat chopped like the kid in the in the supermarket who who grandma told you if you come into the supermarket, I'm not buying you nothing. And then you want to wild out in the in the aisle, and then stop <laughs> gives you that act right, and then you chill. Like yo, he got that throat chop and rolled that rainbow and said, "Him downstairs, I'm chilling." Wow. All right, now there's a big question right there. You know, since we're speaking of Thanos serving people, did you all believe in Thanos? Did you feel that he was right? Did he have good points? Did you think that Brolin, you know, brought the goods with him in general? You know, how did that go down? All, all of that. Oh. All, all of that. All of yes. that, except for him being right. Because other minds could say, well, if I have the Infinity Gauntlet and the power to literally do anything, why do I make an abundance of things for the universe? to make sure everybody's living. So it all comes down to his your own personal ideology because if uh, you, uh, 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 I, I disagree because- Good, uh, what you because, disagree about? Because the problem there is it goes, to the, it goes to say like just on earth, we have an abundance of resources. We live on an abundant planet. No, we don't. We have, no, we, have, we, we, have, we have more than enough for the people on earth if we didn't live in a capitalist society that drained this earth and distributed wealth and resources unequally if we did it if we used in a society that did everything equally we wouldn't have any problems but we not just equally but also sustainably so that's my point that can also be done that that can be done but it's we don't live in that type of society and most of these 
worlds don't create that type of society. And that's what Thanos has discovered. People are like, oh, he only saw two planets. No, he'd been doing this for a lot of planets. He'd seen this before. He'd seen it not work. But if, once again, if you have the gauntlet and you have the mind stone, you would change people's minds and ways of thinking. But that makes you would change the their ideology. That makes What's it? Huh? That makes you fastest if you start changing people's minds. What do you if think you... he's doing? He's killing motherfuckers. So what is he a murderer? Yes. What's the I mean, but what? at least he's at least he's he's saying it's random and the poor will. and rich alike you and all that. That was dead. what it is. It's tyranny and nihilism under the veil of benevolence. Yes, there you go. man. There don't you go. give a fuck. And it's good. You're gonna do what he says when he says it. But he's being right. Crazy. Because your lives are meaningless anyway. And if you can die, why not die for our Lord, the Mad Titan? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the fact I that actually loved had me leaning for a second. Like, I didn't lean. It's like the tip, like when somebody's speaking and you lean in a little bit just to hear everything that they're saying. I caught a little lean. And I was like, oh. <laughs> am, I, am I becoming a disciple himself? But, you know, Josh needs to take me out for drinks. I know he got it. He got like, yeah, yeah. Well, while I don't clearly personally don't agree with his ideology, I agree with everything else you said, Ben, as far as is Josh a damn fine actor? Yes. Did he kill the role? Yes. Do I do I fucks with Thanos? Yes. Villain or whatever. I don't care. He 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 did that. He I, I, I believe even though I didn't agree. I believed in what was going on. I was like, bro, he he truly believes this. And in his mind, this makes sense. This adds up. His math, I mean, he had that Terrence Howard's math. It just added up for him. Man. <laughs> don't equal seven, man. <laughs> what uh, one snap what Jeff was saying was before, the, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the scenes where all the scenes where uh, his children were coming through and telling people how psyched they should be to die for Thanos. <laughs> I thought all those, all those monologues were really incredible. Incredible. Like on this side, you're going to get one thing, but on this side, you get to die for Thanos. I mean, it was just really dope. Like, you know, you expect them to be like, you know, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Instead, it was like, you get to die for Thanos. You get to, yeah, that was dope. If yeah. Oprah was one running the lotto in the Hunger Games, she'd be Ebony Mo. Yeah. My man was like, oh, right. took a coin, maybe it's chance. Either way, you get to live. You get to live in life or live in death. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is the greatest infomercial I have right. heard in my life to die for a mad titan who says, what's the best way to get abundance of uh, resources for everybody? Just kill half the fucking universe. This some cool right. shit, okay? This some crazy ass, you know, Scientology shit. I don't like it. Yo, can I say one thing real quick about, about Thanos and um, <laughs> where, where else? <laughs> Thanos and Captain America 1. No, so Thanos and Infinity War, right? So <laughs> the way he used the gems... Or the stones, what they're calling it in this. Yeah. It was it was very smart. Like I love the way that they use this. Cause so for example, when he was fighting Doctor Strange, he used the the soul gem to put him back in his body and the space gem to draw him out. He right. would use combinations depending on what he needed. And right. it was it was just ill to see see the way that he was using it because that the the level of intelligence where he's getting them for the first time, but he's strong enough and intelligent enough and probably malevolent enough to know how to utilize them to his advantage when he's never used them before. So as a tactician and as a, a fighter, I thought that that was very smart. And they also got the power levels right to me. So oh. I, I saw some people saying, mm -hmm. how the hell could Thanos beat Hulk 
without his gems. Thanos beat Hulk without his first of all, he could, but the question, but he never did not have he had the power gem, first of all. Right. Right. So he, he had a gem already. He need the gem. Because Thanos, Thanos from the comics is as strong or stronger than the Hulk. He's a cosmic character. Right. So to think that he yo, he didn't even need to use the gem up against the Hulk. Why do you think it's so scary that this man with no gems could beat the strongest person you have? Like, think, think, use your brain, use all 10% of your brain. <laughs> no, I, I also, yeah, I also got to agree there because I thought the power levels and how, like we talked about this on the spoiler free episode, how every time he got a gem, you saw his power levels up. Like first yeah. he has the power stone. And he handles the Hulk, whether or not he was using it to amplify his strength, whatever, serves the Hulk. Immediately mm -hmm. after that, he gets the Space Stone and he teleports everyone out of there while he uses the Power Stone to blow the whole place up. And then he gets the Net Stone and you see, you know, the reality. He starts changing reality around people. And mm -hmm. then when he's battling Doctor Strange and his mud throws a black hole at Doctor Strange. And yeah. then Doctor Strange turns that joint into a, a swarm of butterflies. It was like... You the saw him the bubbles and the butterflies. Yeah, the bubbles, the black holes, the butterflies. It was all just so many like little things in this movie well, how they kept flipping these powers. Doctor Strange was so much better in a group than in his solo movie. Yeah, like, I, yes. I, I was annoyed by him in the solo movie and thought Thank he was Chico. really dope here. Yeah. Thank you, Chico. The oh, actor, yeah, no, the Doctor Strange. Is, he annoys me greatly no, by himself. It's. I mean, I visually it's stunning and all that, but like it's 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 one of my less least favorite of all the Marvel movies because he's such an annoying asshole. Yep. Yes. They yeah. utilized him well. Like that's the that's yep. the supreme. He's using magic. He's using smart magic. He's using tactics that Strange would have to use. Like he's not. And I guess in the movie he was learning, and you had to get to know because I mean Strange isn't yeah agreeable character, but. When he fully formed Strange in the Russo brothers' hands, like that dude, he's like on my list for MVP. Yeah, for sure. Um, and speaking of the way the gems were used, I absolutely love when he used the reality gem to turn Drax into them Lego pieces. Mm. And then when he turned Mantis into the ribbons. Straight ooh, out of the comic. Straight both, out of the book. Yeah, both of those are straight out of the book. And so that was that was so ill to me. Like all, all this are books. The Infinity Gauntlet, the Thanos Quest, everything that I just grew up on. So seeing him use those powers like that was like, I was screaming when he did that to Drax. That was you know, Drax. Uh, I literally said, oh, shit. Like, I grabbed my chair. I said, <laughs> he did it. They actually let him do it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, All right. Now, you know, we got to get to the bid moment. You know, like we said, we have Vision torn apart. You know, reverse time. Snaps it in. Thor drops in. Gives him the Stormbreaker to the chest, not to the head. And, you know, snap, <laughs> pop goes the weasel. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. I, I know we were talking about trying to go in order, and I'm, I'm breaking that rule already. You mentioned Stormbreaker, so I got to mention Peter Dinklage. Um, did anybody else laugh when he showed up on screen? Like, our entire theater bust out laughing. For me, it was in between like oh, a no, mine didn't. Year when uh Peter, yeah, with Peter, yeah, yeah, my my yeah, my 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 theater was much more of a cheer for every moment that he was on screen. Okay, because yeah. I was trying to figure out was that supposed to be a I guess there was definitely a chuckle. Yeah, there was definitely a chuckle because they were talking about the dwarf, and then you showed up and then you know it's yeah. Peter Dinklage. 
Yeah. So I, I would, I would, it was a chuckle. I would equate our theater to like when in wrestling, when they go to the smart crowds like New York, Chicago, mm-hmm. post WrestleMania, the WrestleMania crowd where people are are in the know and they know everything about it. So when you see something like that, our our crowd was like a smart crowd where it's like we see Peter Dickles, you're like, this motherfucker. Tyrion, <laughs> where you got lost in Winterfell and you you made a left to Nevada N- or whatever. But um, it, it, that's why I think because uh, I, I don't even know. I laughed and I was like, why am I laughing? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, was that intentional? Like, is it just us being childish? I didn't get it. It was it was probably the contagious laughter. Like people laughed and I was like, fuck, are we laughing for? I just want to say one thing when you just mentioned like Neville Deer or whatever. I had a better sense in this movie of where people, all the different characters were in relation to each other than I have in two years of The Walking Dead. Like in The Walking Dead, I've had no idea where anybody is in relation to anybody is for literally two, two full seasons. I have no idea at any point if people are five miles away from each other, 500 feet away from each other, 50 miles. In this, they're in different galaxies and different dimensions in Scotland, you know, like all over the place. And yet I had a much better sense of sort of which groups were where and who was with whom. I'm just saying that's props to the, you know, to the directing and the, you know, and the writing that everything was so, you know, sort of clearer as opposed to, I mean, it can't be worse than what they've been doing on The Walking Dead. I agree with you. They did a very good job of all that. Yeah, no, because it was mixed groups too, you know, yeah. that like was one two of the, Guardians of the Galaxy, three Avengers, and some rando. That was one know. of the highlights of Infinity War for me, particularly the fact that you were able to track what was going on. There, there, there are at least what ten different storylines being weaved together, and then they all coalesce at the end, and that was to me God's work because for you to keep right. track of all that and let you not just keep track of all that, but also have compelling individual stories that you cared about what happened in each strand and then how they all came together. That takes a lot of, of know-how that takes a lot of foresight. And I, I definitely appreciated that. Yeah. And yeah, no, I thought, you know, Dinklage showing up was great. I thought that whole scene was great. I loved, you know, his whole banter back and forth with Thor about, you know, the star will kill you. And he's like, yeah, that's what, you know, killing you means and all that. <laughs> yeah. that It'll it, kill it, you, not if I die. The, com- the comedy was balanced. It wasn't, it wasn't not the whole crazy. movie. I, mean, yeah. I thought it was dope. You yeah. know, I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. Oh my God. <laughs> so, let me tell you what one of the smartest jokes that probably wasn't, it went a little meta. When they started talking about how Preta Quill got fat, I yeah. thought that oh, oh, yeah. conversation yep. about Chris Pratt. Yep. He's like, yeah. what? Oh, without a doubt. Like, I was like, wow. And and, and the way they were getting You're 100% right, yep. Like, that was, that was ill to me. Because even when they were saying it, I'm looking around like, yo, does anybody get it? Does anybody get it? And I actually... Damn, I'm, I'm looking for it now, but um, I'm, I'll shout y'all out when if I find it. But there was a tweet uh, that I got that said, um, I saw it on, on, of course, on Twitter, that said they, the, 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 the person was mad that they had Star-Lord, Robert Downey Jr., and Benedict Cumberbatch in the same place, and Star-Lord didn't make a no-shit Sherlock's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, as a throwaway line. And when, when he said it, I let it hang for a while, and I was like, holy shit. That's some Deadpool shit. But oh, it, he definitely did say Sherlock. Oh, shit. Wow. gif. Yeah. Didn't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah. That's some Deadpool shit, but I think it would have been, I think it would have hit. Like, that mm-hmm. would have been for, like, the heads. Yeah. 
No, I also love the rabbit. But then they the made poor. such a serious movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, like, no, like you said, they made such a serious movie. Like, they had the little joints like Rabbit with Thor and all that type of stuff. But if you start going too hard with it, you know, then you're going to, you know, because you have those moments. And let's get back to that moment because, you know. Yeah. It is the moment. You know, when you have the chance to kill someone, you don't hesitate. Word to die hard because my man just, you know, lean with it, rock with it and uh, yeah. Um, we gotta talk about um the deaths that hurt us the most in this movie. I don't. It's making me sad just thinking about it. Oh God. Yeah, my man said Steve. Let let's let's start with Bucky. Oh yeah, yeah. My man said Steve. That is his. He last says words. Steve and faded the fuck out. Like contrast down, you're gone. Um, and my- think about Steve Rogers in that moment. He's like, "Yo, I grew a beard. I left the Avengers all for you, and now you're just gonna fade away. It's all for nothing." <laughs> Yo, I thought I was watching. Remember the times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you and me. <laughs> what about? What about? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Started it. Started it. Oh, you yeah, don't want to. All right. Um, by far the, the worst death for me was um Peter Parker. Pretty much because he was an and he's a child, okay. At the end of the day, this boy is a boy, he's a child, he's young, and he he sat there and said, I don't want to go. That Fuck me all the way up. Whole oh. all the way up. Because it's not just the, him saying that. You saw the fear and the despair in his eyes. And then you saw him grab on to Tony and Tony like the prodigal son. And then I thought about uh, the scene when I think it was in Homecoming when Tony yes. told him, he said, when he was trying to school him, like you can't just be throwing yourself out here in all these dangerous situations because if you die, it's my fault. So to fast forward to see this happening? Right. Oh, come on. That was the worst. That was the worst. Like that, even the second time around, even though I knew it was coming, I still had the thug tears welling up in my eyes because I was just like, he's he's too young to die. No. And off he went. Like the way they were doing these deaths, like, yeah, they're they're whether you feel for these characters dying or not, but ninjas was getting the rapture. Like literally gone no goodbye i love you just gone i think like okoye screaming after t'challa she said hokani yeah. hokani she was screaming my king my king and wakandan yeah like you know as, as you hear that in the background as sam is calling i mean yeah as a roadie is calling out for sam was like that shit crushed me like crush me because it's like it, you know they're dying alone by themselves just for people you know yeah i mean i mean black reaching for group and being no 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 nothing you know. t'challa talking about this is no place to die oh and then his ass gets floated up i said no we can't i, I and, and me being me i'm just all worried about um in baku because when they zoomed in on baku i said don't you take my guy and then mm-hmm. they took t'challa mm-hmm Mm-hmm. That's why you was. That's why you was uh worried about Mbaku. 
Hey, mind your business. Okay. All right. I'm not bad. I'm over here. I'm over here. But listen, so so Spider-Man's my favorite comic character, period. It's like mm. as a kid growing up, I think teenage Spider-Man is the best incarnation of Spider-Man. That shit hurt, man. Like yeah. I don't feel so good. I was like, oh Jesus, now nah, my Peter. <laughs> don't take, take me. Don't take my Peter. <laughs> Tom, come back, Tom, Tom. But that they strung that one out. That was like, whew, they wanted that one to stick. Groot, Groot hit me. Groot, Groot hit me. I think that one was was tough. And Groot hit me. Like all of the all of the deaths on Titan. Like how everybody just started. Like after after Spider Man, like Drax is gone, then, uh, and Star Lord's just looking around. Then then Doc knows he's gone. Like Star Lord deserved it. Star Lord no, deserved no. it. Bye, I, nigga. Even Star Lord, they managed to make me feel because I loved Not how it. how so is like yo Quill, keep it together, you know. And you and you know they had their issues during the film, and yeah. they have that macho thing going on. But even then, you know, he's like yo Quill, you know, keep it together. It like that still gets me, you know, and it's. And, and like I say, Quill already lost so much, and then boom, and then Mantis, like something's coming, and boom, she's gone, you know? Yeah. Drax, you know, who all he wants is to see Thanos yeah. die, gone, you know? I actually yelled out when Groot left. I was like, not again! But then I was like, well, wait, well, technically this isn't the same Groot, but I was just like, not again. Because, <laughs> like, come on! And he's still young, once again. They taking young and old, rich and poor. And that was, like, that line that Thanos said, and then to see it actually occur in front of your face, that is probably one of the things that hurt people the most because it's like somebody somebody's telling you something that you feel that is completely implausible. Like, the, the sky is going to turn green tomorrow. You're like, all right, fam, you know, chill the fuck out. And they're telling you constantly, I'm telling you it's going to turn green tomorrow. And you're like, okay. And it happens. You're shook. You're shook. You're amazed. You're scared. You're like, you're every emotion put together. And that's why this movie was so difficult for me. It was difficult for a lot of people because it's just like, there. I know you told me, but I don't believe you, bro. And then it happened. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even with Scarlet Witch, you know, holding vision, I love how she just kind of looks to accept it. You know, it just seems like she just accepts it because she's already lost vision. You know, she already lost what meant the most to her. And so it's just like, boom, all right, fine, whatever, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, all the different reactions to the fade were all just so well done and just... Yeah, I don't know. I and and I that, let me say this too. I've seen some people say, you know, they were, you know, a lot of people are mad because they feel like all these characters are gonna come back, whatever. So they don't have a feeling for it. I've seen other people say that the movie should have ended right at the snap, so you don't even see the effects of it, and you know, then you're just wondering and everything. And I'm like, that to me doesn't work because the next film then opens with all these people dying, and that's just not right. And you know that you know that by the end of the yeah, by the end of the movie they have to come back, so that doesn't right. work. And also, people are not seeming to understand something, and I talked about this on the non-spoiler thing is that Thanos is the protagonist of this film. You know, it is mm -hmm. him driving the story. So this movie ends with Thanos having a complete story. He won. Right. The Avengers lost. And that's what people don't get. So you have to show his victory. His victory is him completing what he said. He said, I'm going to snap my fingers, erase half the universe, and then go kick my feet up, you know, on my phone. And watch the sunset. The, mother, the motherfucking Dano, Thanos went to the Shire and lit a blunt. Right. And lit a blunt. Like nothing know? happened. Gangsta, right. Get yeah. to Miami. 
get chubby and move to Miami. That's what he did, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I totally agree with you too, Ben. Um, I do think, like, I don't think that the deaths were cheap. The deaths were deaths. Like, you can be attached to a character, see them die, and still have a feeling. This is a fantastical world. If you've read Infinity Gauntlet or know the crux of the story, you know that this is the out that they have. So to get mad that they're telling a variation of that story, to me, is an exercise in futility. Now, if you want to say it's the MCU, they could change certain things, they can do this, they can do that. Yeah, they can. Or they can stick to what the comic book roots are and, and give you a hybrid of it, which is what the MCU, the MCU is what is to comic films, what the ultimate comic line in Marvel was to the main comic line. They're telling an updated story set in these times with tweaks that make the story better. And I don't think that you can say that if you know, you know that, that they're coming back. So what? How does that cheapen what you saw in the film? Mm. We don't even know if they're going to come back as who they are, how they are. Like, you don't know in that what part. form they're going to come back. Black Panther 2 could technically start with, with T'Challa in the, um, in the uh, astral plane, with Shuri taking the mantle. Like, Spider-Man, you know, we don't know what could really happen. They, uh, if I had, if I was a betting man, I would say they're all gonna come back somehow, but it's not concrete. Like I, I could get, I can also get how people were mad that the, the, um, I think Kevin Feige and all these people were saying all oh, the deaths are permanent. If somebody dies, that's it. That's a lie. This is Marvel. That's a lie. This, if it, right. if you guys, you guys lied just, on the trailers. Half the cast. Right. If yeah. I had a dollar <laughs> every time a studio head lied. I would be right. They, they right. lied in the trailer. Like the trailer. Oh. Shit that's in the trailer literally did not happen in the movie. Or they, like, oh, now that this is a spoiler, we can say that. Some people don't notice it. When there's certain scenes that that went out in the TV trailers that they com- literally digitally altered from the movie. The point, one very great point, when Cap was holding back towards the end, when Cap was holding back Thanos' arm and pushing him back. In the TV trailers, he only has two, maybe three gems. At that point, he had almost all of them. He was just missing the Mind Stones. So there were lies. So don't tell me. I don't care what Kevin and them say. Y'all lying. And not, let me not say lying. You're, you're using the reality stone because you're going to make the story as you see fit going forward. Like, they can do whatever they want. So I don't believe you, sir. I don't believe And we you. can end the whole, they give away too much in the trailers. If, you, if you've been around for 10 years in the MCU, they do this all the time. That mm-hmm. classic scene in the trailer where they're all running and the Hulk is running with them. Hulk ain't even there. It's, 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 right. it's, it's Branner in the Hulkbuster. Like, they do this all the time. And I'm actually glad because it, it doesn't give away the whole film for me. So, you know. Yep whatever and yeah to that point you know everyone's saying like you said that you know these deaths don't mean anything okay they do all this they keep saying this and then they do that but and that's another point everyone's like oh they'll all come back in the next movie but like jeff said you don't know what's going to happen you don't know who's going to happen this isn't over yet thanos still has the infinity gauntlet well at least he has the stones the gauntlet looks to be 
highly damaged. Gauntlet's toast, but toast. but it's still on his arm. People were wondering, yeah. you know, does he still have it all? It looks it looks yeah. pretty fucked up. Yeah. But he don't know who, why is are the, the gems are indestructible, right? Because they 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 are For they the most part. they represent elements that make up the fabric of universe, of really. So does that mean they they can't be destroyed or? Sometimes in the books they have been. Sometimes they're indestructible. It depends. So who knows how they're going with the movie? But they were intact at the end. Yeah. It was just the gauntlet that was messed up, and I don't think. Yeah, yeah. The gems. I think the gems are fine. The, yes. the gems are good. The that gauntlet ain't. Yeah, definitely. So he. But can, but, uh, but y'all don't know if they're not indestructible or not. No, they are just they are destructible because Scarlet Witch destroyed it. Oh yeah, yeah. well. They yeah. are they can, they are capable of being destroyed if a if a greater power or equal power yeah. can can unless uh, you have the time zone reverse everything. That, that's why Thor was able to throw Stormbreaker because I saw some critique about how hit uh, Mjolnir was destroyed, but how could a, a hammer stop Thanos? It's because it's Stormbreaker. This is something if if you know what Stormbreaker is for those who read hashtag read the comics, yeah. it, this is Ultimate Thor's hammer. Yeah. Which is a totally different power level than from Mjolnir. Yeah, I mean, it could summon the Bifrost. Like, that's just but, not, but, that's unheard of. That's kind of irrelevant, too, because, you know, Hela destroyed Mjolnir because she's a god, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Thor caught Thanos in the chest. You know, maybe if he caught that shit, whatever, but, you know, he didn't. He caught that droid. That, you know, and that's why Thanos said you should have aimed for the head. For the head, yeah. Should have been a headshot. Yeah. And I agree. You should have headshot, double tap, all that. Um, yeah. That being said... <laughs> Even even if the gauntlet was destroyed, they could make a new one because in that place where Peter Dinklage at, they saw they had the mold for another. Yes, Etri the Dwarf is his name. Peter Dinklage, Tyrion. Yeah, all right, Etri. But yeah, Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Tyrion. I don't care what y'all say. You know, <laughs> with Bucky spending all that time in Wakanda, why couldn't they get him a much doper Wakandan weapon than like his like Ghost Recon special that he was like fighting those demons with? I or thought his arm would whatever. be doing more. I thought his yeah, yeah, exactly. Because but was... he like oh, here's your dope Wakandan arm. I was I mean, expecting his arm to do all kinds of like yeah. I you assume know, this vibranium arm. So I'm like, so what's about to turn Turn into Megatron and you know all kinds <laughs> of shit. But, you know, no, but I mean, like it's true. I thought that was a, a missed opportunity, like from the, the pure like comic uh, type, um, you know, criticism. That's like the only. I mean, like I have very few criticisms about the movie, other than the comic book reality of people coming back to you know to life, and death. But other than that, I thought it was incredible. It did. I like the. Did it finish it at all for you? Like the whole, the, the comic reality of death? I mean, uh, you know, it's all right. So because I, I can be literally like them bringing back Jean Grey was like mind boggling, you know, like, and then when they killed Barry Allen, like at least, I don't know, like I, I, I thought it sucked when they brought Barry. I'm, to me, and now it's become much more and more regular. I mean, didn't that, they brought Gwen Stacy back. I mean, it's like, there's no one other than Uncle Ben. Have they brought Uncle Ben back? Nah, well, Gwen oh, Stacy back. It's not that Gwen Stacy. It's right, crazy. right, okay. So technically, they she her death is still there. I mean, Banshee's right. Dead. Um, oh, shit. Um, Proud Star's brother, um, Warpath's. Oh, no, the older Proud Star. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. His brother's been dead since I've been a kid. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. Coming back, bro. He came oh, back in right. the. Um, the last time I've seen him. 
So we've been talking about. But here's my thing: if they all got killed the same way, they're all uh-huh. going to get reversed the same way. That's why I think Gamora is different than the others. Like, because they could easily bring back Heimdall or Loki by she, saying, I mean, "Oh, they're she gods. is the stone. She essentially is the stone." So right. I, I don't. No. Um, since we were all talking about why Bucky's arm didn't do more, maybe Cap's shield should have did more. Uh, someone in the chat mentioned. Oh, Eric R mentions where were the rhinos. And also oh, nice. Absolutely, yes. Like, why but did they the use them against, were, the, against the flood? Wait, because the in? rhinos were part of um, what, you know, uh, what tribe. is his tribe? Exactly. Kabi's tribes of uh, uh, rhinos. Well, Nobody else moved the rhinos. Well, I thought it was just the Jabari. I just no, thought it was just Bukabi, the Jabari the and the Dora Milaje. Remember their first assault, the Wakabi, not the Wakabi tribe, excuse me, but his peoples, they have the shield, okay? So they're the ones with the, the Oh, satchel. that's right. Remember, that's right. they have the right. blanket. Right. So they yep, were there. Yep. Everybody was there. Like, regardless of what they that's want to do Killmonger, everybody came back together and said, we fam. All right, let's do this together. Right. So everybody no, was that's there. That's a good point then. Yeah, you're right. The border tribe was there. Yeah. Yeah. So they should have been rhinos. You're 100% right. Them rhinos said, I, I didn't even think of that, but that, that could Arnold only have that. made that doper. Yep. Yeah. Rhinos was like, nah, we good. We about to graze. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, Bain757 said that they didn't want to give a white man too much, too much Wakandan tech. And so that's why Bucky's arm didn't do anything. <laughs> right. Those were so regular. So that's all they wanted to give out right now. <laughs> Wakandan shampoo. Yeah. The flowy, flowy going. You know, that's all you get. H A exclamation point. Ha! Never. <laughs> all right. Is there anything else before we get out of here tonight? Oh, we do have to, you know, we got to give the, the end and the end credits. I mean, we got we to gotta talk about the end credits and our predictions for what's going to happen in Avengers 4, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might be the only one who does, but I was like good when fucking Homegirl from How I Met Your Mother got it in the end credits. Wow. Are you talking about Maria? Yes, he's Maria talking about Hill? Maria. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh God! Oh, bloody cheek! You know, has she? She's never been on an episode of Agents of Shield, right? No, nah, I think she was in the. In yeah, one she of- was. She was in the first season. She was. No, I don't think was she. Oh, she was maybe in the. Uh, that's right. Early on, she yeah. was. Yes. Or the or the um the Winter Soldier season when it connected, she might yep. be there too. I yeah, I think so. There was a lot of flashback stuff there in that season that was dope, but I, I don't, I can't remember. If she was all right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't care that Maria Hill. I mean, that was the one that meant the least to me. Fury, I was like, whoa. Yeah, Nick Fury going out. I mean, he did get to go out with his best line ever, though. You know, to actually get to, yeah, to actually get to <laughs> utter it. And then for everyone who doesn't know by now, I'm sure someone has told you, but Nick Fury is paging Captain Marvel. Yeah. Now, the big question about this is that Captain Marvel is one of Marvel's most powerful characters. They've said that when she comes into the MCU, she'll be even more powerful than Thor. She'll be the most powerful Avenger. So where the hell has she been? Well, I have a theory on that. I have a theory, too. I've got a few. but I'll We all got, so we all have theories. So yeah. it could go many different ways, right? If yep. we're going with, if we're trying to introduce the whole time travel aspect, because it's, eventually that's going to come into play. Um when you look at that thing that Nick Fury used, that pager, that shit kind of looked like old tech. So I was wondering, you know, was he paging her in current times or was he paging her in the past? Because in a way you can also, and this may be a reach, but in a way you can link that to the fact that Mar- um, Captain Marvel movies happening within the 90s. Yep. And perhaps this is some 
time beacon to her back then. And in her end credits for that movie, you're going to see the link to Infinity War. And maybe somehow she comes back. Again, could be a reach, but I just didn't understand why that device was so old looking in comparison to everything else. And then the, the other part of it was she has always been around just undercover and he's just paging her maybe and it's, it's an intergalactic type transmission. Who knows? So my my theory is that she's off world. So yeah. I think that she's either I don't even think she's on Earth. I yeah. think she's either off world with sword. So if a lot of y'all don't, if, for, for those who don't know that, oh wow, that's the yeah, that introduced sword. That yep. Uh, sentient world observation and response department. So they're yes. a, they're a, like a sister department to Shield. So yep. think about like FBI, CIA. They're like the space CIA. So they right. they protect us from the extraterrestrials. Yeah. So I think she might be off world with them and Abigail Brand, who runs it. So mm. that one, or they could bring in the current um, Marvel Marvel continuity and make it a part that she's in Alpha Flight, the Alpha Flight station. Oh, they, they could bring in that Alpha Flight fam. Oh, and then that can also be a backdoor way to bring in the Ultimates too. Yes, awesome. But I, I don't think she's on Earth because I, I think uh, logically, if she was on Earth, she should have showed up or hmm. went to go eat with Wong because that you know. <laughs> and what's that, that, that went to go get that ramen? That, that ramen, that ramen, is, yeah, that ramen is tasty. Now, okay, now that's the other thing. Like you said, uh, it could be time travel. It could be that she's off world. My theory also is that Captain Marvel just ages slower than all the rest of them because of her power. And so she's been around since the 1990s. And it's not like a time travel thing. It's just that she's just that much older than everyone else, but probably still off world, like you said, because there's no reason that she wasn't in the battle in New York, you know, or when Loki attacked, when all these other random things that have been major things, Ultron, all these things. So unless she's somewhere in the past or somewhere far deep space, there's no reason for her not to have been, you know, at some of these events. So that is the question. Now, moving on, what is, you know, what is your predictions for Avengers 4? Everybody's going to come back to life. No. No. Not everybody. Well, 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 a lot of people are asking that. Do you think a lot of these people, like, for instance, Loki, do you think he really, really is dead? Do you think he, oh. he, met, do you think he met the true death? He done. He done. Loki met the true death. Yeah, Loki, Loki, I think, met the true death just because... I, not only because of these contrasts and stuff, but also because characters, I feel, have reached their the end of their story. You know, Loki is one of those characters who's had a good story. You know, what more can you do with them other than the continued adventures of Thor and Loki? You know, and it's like we've seen that a lot. So they can kill Loki, I think, and move on. And also, it's rough to come back. But all the people who crumbled like into that. dust, I think none of them are dead. Like even the humans, like the random humans that you know just disappeared out. They jeeps. yeah, ha half of the universe is dead. That that's yeah. something that was like right. I think they're all coming back. I think they're going to reverse we, it. I think well, it's going to be. I think uh, it's going to be some modern version of Superman flying backwards around the earth. But also, we don't know the people who are off screen who's also died. Like there's still mad people unaccounted for. Granted, yeah. we can probably have a, an educated guess that they're still going to be around. We have an educated guess that Shuri's still around. Mm -hmm. uh, we have probably have an educated guess that Wong is still around, but there's still a lot of people unaccounted for. Yeah. And also, this is something like Jeff brought up earlier. We don't know how they come back. Like, how do they deal with this? Like, Tom Holland realized he was dying. 
So no matter what, unless you reverse time and make it where that never happened, which would be kind of goofy, like how does he deal with that moving on from this? Like y'all went to this the other day. I was on my school bus, then I got sucked up and flew to an alien planet and died. <laughs> And then I came back to life, you know, because of some magical shit happened. I don't know. So you're saying I'm, you think they keep that memory that they died? That's something that I think would be very interesting for Marvel to deal with. And I think that there's there has to be repercussions from this. It just can't be something where they just wipe it all away. There has to be something felt in future movies for this. But at the same time, I also feel like that makes it very weird. Like if they do kill someone like Gamora and then you have a Guardians of the Galaxy 3, that means people had to have seen infinity war to even understand what's going on because if they just watch guardians 2 and then went into guardians 3 they're gonna be like you know what <laughs> she did and and frankly we don't uh, yeah i guess yeah if you're so, in it that's what we're built in and i think that's a lot of reason why some critic people hate um or 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 are adverse to marvel movies because it's built with the fans in mind and it's built off of a previous library you can you can watch certain movies and be contained within but there's a whole other world going on where you're affected mm -hmm. and you have to watch it's just like if i if i'm reading if i'm reading a spider-man comic book and he's involved in a in a major team up or a major event book there may be something that happens to him in that event book think about the people who didn't read secret or the first secret wars and then yep. you come back and Spider-Man got this black costume like, oh, he went to the tailor between issues and I ain't know. But you didn't know that he got a symbiote or a symbiote if you listen to Sony. He got a symbiote and, he, symbiote. and, he, and he's a whole new story arc has arisen from it. It's just the way it is. <laughs> I'm sorry that, that Sony, I, I don't care what y'all say. Symbiote. I was like, word? <laughs> For real? <laughs> That's not what Fox Kids said. No. I mean, I just knew from my head sim symbiote. And so, it was symbiote. Like, so here's, and it was like symbiote. Here's my prediction. Um, so I was I was doing because I think I told you Tatiana after we watched. Yeah. Fuck who died. I don't know who's left, right? That's what we were trying to understand. Like because you got to understand, it's like now you have to come up with a coalition of people that are going to do something about it. Who is that besides the original Avengers? It's going to be the new Avengers, right? So it's who's left. We have the OG Avengers, Cap, Thor, Iron Man. You got Rocket still there. Nebula still there. Ant-Man and the Wasp are there. Uh, Valkyrie is still around somewhere. You got Shuri, who they could give her the mantle of Black Panther um, as a way Long. to it. You get Wong is there, so the the ramen and the and the chopped cheese should be done by the time of next year. Korg and and those pe those uh, rebels from Ragnarok are still around. Um, Captain Marvel and whoever she's with are still around. So there are people left, but they're gonna have to find Thanos first, and then figure out a way to put everything back in motion. Now they can they can. The logical thing to do, logical, quote unquote, would be find a way to get the gauntlet and reverse everything because half of the universe is gone. And I think that yeah. uh, Ben's point about keeping the memories of the people who know that they died, that would really put a twist on everything in the universe. But they're going to bring people back. I'm just I'm just wondering how it's going to happen. Shout out to Hippie Bashir, who says that uh, they think Gamora is dead 
because she's contracted for the next 20 Avatar sequels. Ooh. <laughs> I know she regrets that one. Ooh. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that actually might really be, yeah. That, that yeah. might be the truth, though. <laughs> I thought she was the only the... real dead one anyway, so yeah, that backs that, that up. For a long time. Uh, <laughs> right. Look Alicia G, who said Lady Loki. That Loki could come Ooh. back in female form. Young mm. Avengers falls that young Avengers. Or, chi- or child Loki, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get on right. It. That's why I don't think Loki and Heimdall as much. I think Gamora is going to be the only one at the end of the day who's really dead. Unless they bring everybody back and then some people die in the next movie. That's what's going to happen. If- no, that's going well, to not gonna ch- So, yeah. So, basically, yeah. All right. Uh, Tori and Rain Reloaded writes our questions. How much time do you think has passed from these current events? A day, a week, a month? Into Okay, well, with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man and the Wasp, they've already said it's like a semi-prequel. It takes place at the same time or like slightly before Infinity War really kicks off. So I think by the end of that movie, we'll see, you know, some things where we'll see, you know, things happening at the very end of it. But Captain Marvel, like we said, takes place in 1990s. The Nets Avengers, I don't know. You know, that, that who knows when it'll, you know, kick off. I, I can't see them, like, letting time pass where people are just like, oh, well, half of the world's dead. And, you know, because otherwise they'd be like, fuck Captain America, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, you thought the FanCon news was bad. Wow, when that guy <laughs> talk about evaporating into dust. Yo. That rapture was wild. Wild crazy. Um Fred Van Ness question. I know TV and movie don't really play well, but the street level heroes, Shield including, have to reference Infinity War, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they got yeah, they definitely do. They, they got their own problems they on Shield right now. Like they, they've, they've got their own. They're, they're ironically, they're trying to prevent another extinction level event themselves. And I think um, the last episode, they tacitly mention what's going on because there was like a meetup and one of the characters yep. said, "With all of this alien stuff going on in New York" or something to that effect. Yeah. So they, 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 you know, implied that all this other shit, along with them trying to stop the world from exploding this season too. So as far as that goes, you know, I, I think they was it's going to be mentioned as far as uh the Netflix Marvel universe, they staying in Hell's Kitchen, bro. Like I think they staying uptown. They just and gonna- ignoring all. Well, of see, this I think it would be dope if the Defenders appeared in the next Avengers movie. Oh no. no! I mean, I don't, what? it won't happen. Oh, what? They, nah, can they can stay in the Netflix box. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm the only one I really I like Defenders. I mean, I, Iron Fist, my, you know, himself was a problem, but I like the Defenders, like um, the the series. Yeah, it would be cool to see them interacting like on the ground, like with what's happening. Right, that would be cool, but I, I don't think they're they're going to be much help. Not at all. Um, Rob Van, goddamn, writes. Where is Blue Marvel? Hell if I know. Um, <laughs> like, like, you know for real, like, like Blue Marvel, classes. Yeah, yeah. Blue Marvel is one of the great characters that you know could possibly show up in the next phase of the Avengers or Ultimates or whatever they decide to call it, the next realm of movies. But that's somewhere off into the future right now. Like, look, it's yeah. Captain Marvel to save the day right now. They're not going to introduce Captain Marvel and then throw in a Blue Marvel right after that. You know, name recognition, folks. Justin Aviles writes, so we're assuming Tony and Nebula are stuck on Titan? No. 
What are we assuming? <laughs> We're assuming that the uh, you know Tony's smart enough to fix her ship or to fix. The How she get to Titan ship. anyway? She was just there already, right? No, <laughs> she no. They show her flying her ship. She flies in her ship and crashes into Thanos. It's that little pod she has. That she oh, right, right, right. I remember, I remember. Yeah, so. Yeah. You know, there's ships. The Guardians got there somehow, so there's a way for them to get out of there. Maybe Wong stops eating ramen and casts a spell and opens up a portal and brings them home. Well, that's why I think it. it the movie's probably going to start maybe like weeks after, or because <laughs> <laughs> I think they're they're going to deal with the ramifications. I wouldn't be surprised like a, a week later or months months mm -hmm. later, and they're still trying to figure out how the hell they're going to fix this. Yeah. This is something that came up when Jeff and I, after we saw the movie, we were like, that would be dope. Roger Jones writes scrolls in the next Avengers. Doubtful because they're going to be in Captain Marvel. And, mm -hmm. and like we said, that takes place in the nineties. So I think that's setting up something for future films, yeah. you know, where we're going to see like the secret, whatever you call it, the, uh, not it's, secret empire um, invasion, secret invasion. Yeah. So I, I think that should be something Thanos is still the problem right here. This, those gems are still out there. That's still the issue. Like, that'd be way too much for them to be dealing with Strolls and Thanos and everything, I think. Okay, there's still some questions there. Um, oh, that's actually good. Valerie Langley questions. What about Spider-Man's upgrade on the suit? Mind blown. Oh, yeah, incredible. I am Spider-Man. Yeah, fucking dope. I loved it. It was fine. I, his, so, uh, Peter still doesn't listen though. He told that man go home. He he want to listen. But I, I love their interaction, man. There's it, so mm. many. There's so many like cool lines, alluding to the different interactions. Like when uh when Strange was like, "Is this your ward?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he's not your ward. This is kind of Batman and Robin going on right now. Yep. Rich, rich uh rich hero takes it a kid. Who's, who's a little bit more reliable and stronger, a lot more than a Robin, but there is like a ward, a ward uh, relationship going on there. Yeah. Uh, Megan M makes a good observation. They write, did you notice Killmonger watched the sunset in Wakanda when he died? And then Thanos watched the sunrise when he won. Hmm. Is that some connection there? A little bit of foreshadowing? Yeah. My third eye isn't that open. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm not woke. I don't I am, in my brother, my sister. <laughs> my sister, my brother, my lover. My brother. It, is also, <laughs> it, it, it is also interesting to me how people are saying that, uh, you know, Thanos and Killmonger, you know, like Thanos should rot, you know, bring Killmonger back from the for dead. What? For what? What's Killmonger going to be able to do for him that Ebony Maw, Glaive, and the rest of them couldn't do? Like, and, and, and what would Thanos need with him other than like you just another dude who has who I gotta kill half of? Like, come on, bro. I'm trying to eliminate people. I'm not trying to bring them back. Yeah. Like, There's know. rumors that Killmonger may not be dead. I don't know. Oh, I, don't, uh, I don't know. I think he dead. Yeah, he did. You dead, Willie? Yeah. He did. Oh God. Um. Does every wait? Does every villain? Does every uh, Marvel movie end with the villain dying? No, not all of them. Loki. I mean, obviously not this one. Loki. But did Zemo die? Nope. No. no. Jail. Yep. But most of them do. We thought Scroll died. We thought yes. Red Scroll died, and he got banished to Red Skull. Yeah. That was yeah. like cut too. That's where the Super whole yeah. Marvel came in. Like when he came out, I was like Skull, where you been? I thought you was dead. Right. And they yeah. just got me watching this stone and shit. You already know how it is. Just trying to make a dollar. <laughs> oh, where was Hawkeye? 
Anybody got any guesses on where he was? <laughs> Look at him, they roll his eyes. He's on house arrest with Ant. Yeah. That was that, the whole thing. That's that what they said. They were on house I mean, he's on a farm. The entire time? Like, yeah. You know they knew what was going on. I mean, I'm assuming Jeremy Renner was shooting another movie. <laughs> well, that's yeah, Do you think they planned cause, that for the beginning? For, could we check it for Jeremy Renner like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, Jeremy, you know. I, I, I'll make a prediction that Hawkeye gets killed in the next film. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> no, me neither. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I was a Hawkeye fan back in the comics, but I'm not really a Jeremy Renner fan. No, no. That's why I'm interested to see where Ant-Man and the Wasp sp- falls in the timeline, because mm-hmm. they're supposed to be on house arrest right now. So does so is in Ant-Man and the Wasp? Are they breaking out of the house arrest to go do whatever this heist or this? Because it's like a heist film. Yeah. Looking. So do they break out? Does he like? unscrew the ankle bracelet and then get to pop in it. Right. Who knows? But I thought you said Ant-Man, that all that stuff in the next movie, Ant-Man Watts, happens before Infinity War. Is that happening? But, but, that's, but that's after the Sarkovia Accords. In okay, War. so that time period, right. that weird time period between. Because okay. remember, the, the, the Cap and his team went into hiding for a couple of years Yes. while uh, Hawkeye and all of them signed, registered, and part of their plea deal was they can be with their families, but they can't go anywhere. Mm. They're on house arrest. So they took the deal. True. Yep. And it had been a couple of years because, like we said, Hulk had been hulking out for two years out on Planet Hulk. So time yeah. has passed just between. So you're right, Jeff. Just off of that, I think you're right. I think we will have some time pass between this and Infinity War because I think you have to show the effects of Thanos wiping out half the planet. You know, I think Captain America and the rest of Avengers have to take that blame. You know, I think that has to come into. I mean, yeah. but Jesus Christ, after Zarkovia, it's like you, know, you people would be like, y'all are just the worst. You know, <laughs> like, like, y'all, like y'all, imagine you're just a regular ass person, and this is just like I I live in New York. Like this yeah. is happening. This y'all is track happening. record is trash, bro. Like, oh your rent God. must be cheap as hell, though. Manhattan rent in the MCU must be cheap as hell because you got to deal with superhero. You got to deal with something every day. You probably could get a good apartment if you want to deal with superhero activity. Word. Wow. Brooklyn is not gentrified in the Manhattan universe. Civil society would totally crash if half the people died in one second. Like it would be like the Road Warrior overnight, and that way, you know, it would not not, not immediately. No, would it? No, would it? That's not even. It's like case. look, look at why the Last Man. The society, you know, one just men die, and the society completely crumbles. Ah, there we go. There's a big difference there. <laughs> yeah, well, women are more sensible than men, and uh, and half the women are. I mean, half the half the the people who die. I don't know. I think that uh, I, I don't think society could take it. I mean, emo- I think it would emotional, be the emotional stress alone. Imagine mm, you right. wake up and and you survive, and half of the um, half your your family is gone. Did no. somebody make us leftovers art? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Leftovers was only two percent of the world. And then the leftovers, it was literally only two percent. But, but remember, we're saying only two percent. Right. But it's that's only- a that's a large, still a large significant number. I mean, you walk out the door and everyone you typically see on a daily basis, half of them are gone. Yeah. No, it'd be the, yeah. the bus driver, the, the deli owner, the bodega owner, your teacher, your boss. Maybe that'd be a good thing for some people. Your co-worker, your right, but what that everybody. would mean is that. 
could rob with impunity. Fires would break out that weren't going to be put could out. Like, could yeah, you? it's going to be. It's going to be. You know. Yeah, no, I feel you, Chico. It would be. Like bad I mean, it, I mean, yeah. it would be like riot in the city. I mean, you saw how what happened when at the end when Nick was walking around when the when the first car crash happened, and then a whole ass helicopter flew into a building. Right, it was chaos. Mm-hmm. Like if half the people died, half the airplane pilots are going to die and half the airplanes are just going to fall out of the sky in an instant. Yeah. And imagine an airplane falling somewhere and then there's no fire engine to put fire department to put it out or ambulance to pick up the dead and dying and mangled people. All right, this is escalating quickly. This is escalating very quickly. And then there's going to be cannibalism pretty quickly, too. <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> it, it actually reminded me of, um, if, you, if y'all remember that show, Flash Forward. It was on for like one season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, idea that people all passed out at a single moment. Everybody lost consciousness on Yep, I remember it. One, at one time period, and then you woke up, and everybody had a dream of where they would be at a certain time a year later. But the fact that they everybody passed out, you could have been a, on an airplane and everybody passed out for four minutes. So the the, air, the pilot passed out for four minutes. Whoa. Crashing and all that shit. So that's right. that's a little bit what I, I got a flashback to that when I saw the uh, end credit. Oh, by the way, I want real quick. That end credit when it blew away in dust. That's yes. really what happened to the first. Mm. I just realized that's what happened to the first post credit scene. It got blown away. It got blown away. And it's funny because that was a trick for everyone. They was like, there's no credits. Oh, I no credits. Oh, you can ask Tatiana. I wanted. I was so oh, was screaming. I was so in denial, and I was so like my emotions were just on a 50-50 side. I said, "Yo, fuck it. I'm gonna be like Thanos. I want to see the world burn." Yeah, I he kept saying that. No he kept credits. screaming. I want people to walk out of this with no hope. <laughs> yeah. So I heard uh, Ben Amin's Infinity Gauntlet go off, which must mean we're out of time. Um, before we leave, there's maybe one more question for everybody here. If you have the Infinity Gauntlet, what would you do? <laughs> ben already has it. You see what he's doing with it. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't be as ruthless as Thanos, but there's levels to this shit. It's all you got all them gems in there? You got all them gems in there? Let me see them gems. Excellent. What would you do, Chico? I think I would probably masturbate with the Infinity okay. Gauntlet okay. on. Okay. Okay, Jeff. Okay, Jeff, what would you do with it? <laughs> Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm thinking. I think it's a heavy load, Chico. It's something. Oh, that- oh come on! <laughs> it was a layup, wow. but wow! Come on, man. This is where we are in the year of our Thanos 2018. But um, yo. <laughs> It's something that I've always wanted to do and I've been inspired to do. I, I would honestly open every cell in Attica and send them to Africa. Hmm. Okay, Malcolm X. Oh. Did that fall? Did that, did that, if I rule the world rep, reference fall? No, no. Did, did that <laughs> you really? just didn't expect that. I mean, especially after Chico. No, she was blown a horrendous oh, response. Shit. He's like, yo, that's so like good of you. Like, no, it's just a, a rap lyric. No, no, it, it was honestly I was still traumatized by Chico's Honestly, Tatiana, half the population would definitely do what I what I said. Yeah. Um <laughs> half <laughs> wait, wait. Oh my god. Um it's not even smooth, folks. Look at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
No, don't yo, don't judge. I'm talking about the real one. I'm talking about the real one with superpowers. Did you see that guy's hands? You think he's making no, you just use the reality gem to make shit. Yeah, it's got powers, man. Like wait, wait. This. But why did why did why did you go on black say facts, Chico? Infinity lotion. <laughs> Infinity bomb? Infinity bomb? No. Infinity butter? <laughs> All right. Infinity butter. Okay. Okay. So now that we've we've <laughs> dived into juvenile territory, I know we can't help it. This happens all the time, folks. But everybody. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for watching us. I think this is the most we've ever had at one time. We had a blast talking to everybody. Everyone in this chat, please give your handles, your ats, all that stuff. Let the people know where they can find you. You can find me at DJ Benjamin. That's D-J-B-E-N-H-A-M-E-E-N on everything. Twitter, Instagram, add me on PlayStation, on Xbox. And yes, for those who asked me, I've been rocking God of War and I'm loving it. So Check me on PlayStation. Add me. He's so extra. What about you, Chico? Where can people find you? Right now, you can find me at uh, the Chico Leo at Twitter. Um, there will be uh, now that we've established uh, this laptop can actually, uh, you know, podcast. Um, there will be uh, at least a few episodes of uh, Scream Squad coming out to the people and uh, right, right perhaps on. something new uh, on the horizon. Yeah, it was a technological thing people should know. It was just like, you know, I needed to get a new computer. Excellent. And this is it. Jeff, where can people find you? I am on all social media at Jeff J says follow, learn it, live it, love it. Dope. And I am Tatiana King-Jones. You can find me at Tatiana King, T-A-T-I-A-N-A King on generally every single platform. And you can follow us collectively at Fan Bro Show, F-A-N-B-R-O-S Show on everywhere. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, Google Play. We're on everything. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be watching us, following us. And of course, hit that subscribe button down below for Fan Bros TV. We're going to have a lot more of these chats, a lot more video, and a lot more dope shit to come. Word up. Thank you all. Peace. Peace. Ta-ta. Fan Bros. Fan Bros.